0: least in terms of originality and sugary ick factor. Elvia leaned down and checked on her seven-week-old daughter, Sophia Luisa Aragon Littleton. My goddaughter was carefully swaddled and tucked away in her fancy silver and blue top-of-the-line Graco stroller. All I know is I cannot even peek at anything fried for the next six months. I'm still fat as one of your 4-H hogs. I laughed right in her face. What are you, a size six now? I mimed, holding a phone to my ear. Calling Richard Simmons for an emergency intervention. Elvia laid her freshly manicured hand across her stomach. It was still a little pudgy from childbirth, but she was by no stretch of anyone's imagination fat. I'm still a size eight, she cried. Honestly, what do movie stars do to get their figures back so quickly? I'd already turned my attention back to the painted menu hey, look, fried pickles, that's new. I turned to gauge her reaction. Her lips, painted a shiny pomegranate red to match her nails, were scrunched up. Her black lashes glistened with tears. Movie stars, I said, swatting a fly that hovered over Sophie Lou's stroller. Oh, they live on lettuce and laxatives. The photos you see of them, totally fake and touched up by experts trained by the FBI. I read that in the National Enquirer, so it must be true. Emery practically force-feeds me, says his daughter needs hearty milk to drink. I informed him that he gets to breastfeed the next one. Good luck with that, Mamacita. The truth was, my cousin Emery, who also happened to be her husband, wouldn't or couldn't ever force Elvia to do anything, He was, however, not above tempting her by having all her favorite foods readily available, foods cooked by her own mother who made the best green chili enchiladas, sweet corn tamales, and killer flan on the Central Coast. "'You've read every pre-pregnancy, mid-pregnancy, and post-pregnancy book written in the last 20 years,' I said. "'Don't they all agree that it takes a little time to lose your baby weight?' I stooped down and ran my finger across my goddaughter's creamy golden cheek. She didn't even stir. Ah, sweet Sophie Lou, what are we going to do with your mummy grande? Elvia shot me an irritated look. Sophia, I told you to call her Sophia. You and Emory are going to drive me loco. After much back and forth about their daughter's name, Elvia and Emory had finally agreed on Sofia Luisa, which seemed to fulfill both her Mexican and his Southern requirements, and let Sofia share a middle name with her adoring godmother, me. Elvia even reluctantly agreed that to honor our Arkansas roots, Emory and I could call her Sophie. That was until we actually started doing so. "'You promised Emery!' I stood up, shifting my leather backpack from one side to the other, my shoulders already aching. I felt like I was carrying ten bricks. Don't you have to judge something? Avoidance was always Elvia's method of dealing with something she didn't like. Not judge, help control. I'm going to be a pig wrangler for novice and intermediate 4 H hog showmanship. I don't have to be there until 9 AM, plenty of time. I stretched out my arms and yawned. I'm starving. I rushed out of the house with only one cup of coffee in my system. I cannot spend the next three hours chasing gilts and barrows, not to mention tiny humans, without sustenance. Gilts and what? She tilted her head, confused. I smiled, having forgotten for a moment that my best friend since second grade and I had always had huge parts of our lives that were totally foreign to each other. She spoke Spanish, I spoke ag. Gilts are female pigs, and barrows are castrated male pigs. So what are uncastrated male pigs, then? I grinned at her. Boars. She returned my smile. I dated a few boars in my time. I nodded, making one last note of Mustang Sally's menu. Deep-fried tomatoes. Wasn't that actually kind of healthy? I remember every one of them. Aren't you glad you took my wise advice and married my adorable cousin? Hmm, she said, still refusing to admit I'd picked the best man in the world for her and nagged her until she finally married him. Without him, there'd be no Sophie Lou, I reminded her. She gazed down at her sleeping daughter. Sophia, Sophia. Her voice was more gentle and tender than I'd ever heard it.